following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. It's time now for Casey's Take on Sports, presented by Dixon Medical Associates. Now, here's a man who always has a take. Sports reporter for the Dixon Post and Cheatham County Exchange, Casey Patrick. Good morning. How are y'all doing? Uh, Let's see. We've got a lot to talk about today. Uh, Vols baseball had a uh, – it was weird last week, but had a good last week. They're still alive. We're also going to talk to Braves. They're starting to turn a few things around. And then uh, the third take is Brittany Griner. I want, I want to talk a little bit about that. And then, of course, as usual, fourth take, high school sports. Stay right here. Uh, before I get too far into the uh, Tennessee baseball thing, I, I do want to say um, I looked at some numbers for Notre Dame, which is who they're going to be playing in the Super Regionals. And Notre Dame, they look pretty good. They can pitch a little bit. Uh, now, I don't believe I don't believe their offensive numbers line up with Tennessee, but then again, nobody else in the country does. Uh, but they can pitch. Uh, I don't know what type of <clears throat> opponents they've played against. I don't know what level of ability the guys they've played against are at. It, that doesn't matter. Uh, everybody you play now at this part of the season is good. Um, it's not about as good as you or whatever. Everybody gets hot. Uh, or some teams are hotter than other teams, but everybody's good. Everybody's got talent, uh, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a full week between the last two games. So both squads are gonna be able to uh, get their best arms out there, and should have an, enough time to uh, rest up before uh, that tournament starts or that round of the tournament starts. So um, now now that I got that out of the way, uh, I, I'm assuming. I'm assuming most of you watched last week's games. Um, now, of course, the first game against Alabama State, that kind of went the way I think most everybody expected it to. Um, and if you ask Alabama State, they would have liked to play better. Uh, obviously, nobody wants to lose um, 11 to nothing or 10 to nothing, whatever it was. But I need to stop playing with this pen. Y'all can probably hear it. I, my hands are always moving, doing something. Um <clears throat> Sorry, I got new bill. <laughs> but um, now, I, I think if if you ask Alabama State, they'll tell you they would have liked to play better, which is fine. I, you know, I get that. But Campbell and I was trying to tell people before this, before they played Campbell, I told a lot of folks. I said, "Look, Campbell's going to beat Georgia Tech, and then we're going to have to play Campbell." We, I, I hate saying we. I don't care if anybody else does it. I try not to, but I say it every time. I think Tennessee's going to have to play Campbell. And of course they did, and I and I tried to tell everybody that I knew they got some they got some hitters in that lineup and they played really good baseball. Uh, now, Campbell probably didn't have the type of pitching that would have allowed them to go too much further in the tournament, but you got to give those guys a lot of credit. They can really swing the bat. And then after beating them, you had to play Georgia Tech. And uh Georgia Tech They've got the the kid, the Maxwell kid, he, he threw 100 with 
the like a major league slider. I mean, like he's they had a, Georgia Tech had a team ERA of six point six, and their fourth pitcher that they threw out is going to be drafted in the first three rounds. In uh, you know, whenever the draft is later this month, I think or next month, that's crazy. <laughs> like, how do you, how do you have a team ERA of six point six, and then you can just throw that guy out on the fourth day? Uh, and then also their catcher Kevin Parada is he's been mock draft in the top five since uh, last year's draft. So, um, a lot of talent in this re- in that region. And um, I mean, honestly, I I, I don't want to say Tennessee's lucky to get out of it. I mean, Tennessee's been the best team in the country all year long. And they continued to to play well enough to get through. Uh, but I will say, as a fan, I think it's good when when teams kind of push you. You know what I'm saying, and 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 make you get, make you get to a different level. And that's what both Campbell and Georgia Tech did. It's the same kind of feeling in both games. Uh, Georgia Tech was able to kind of inch their way back there at the end in their game. Uh, and, and of course, those kids they were fighting for their life. You know that they had they've got a, a group of kids on that team that didn't want to go home. And so of course they were going to play hard, uh, but Tennessee played hard as well. So a lot of credit to Georgia tech and Campbell. They both played really, really well. Um, uh, but Tennessee, Tennessee continued to show why they're the best team in the country. Um, they got hit in the mouth and they punched back. Uh, I think that's kind of what Gilbert said, as far as drew Gilbert, he said, uh, he said that, yeah, they, they hit us and we just punched back or there's some kind of quote along those lines and I may have messed it up, but, um, I think it was kind of good for Tennessee. It's it's good to be humbled every once in a while. And I don't know if that's technically the correct term or not, but that's what I'm going to use. Um, but every once in a while, you need somebody to knock you back down off your pedestal. And the early part of the game against Campbell and Georgia Tech did that. Uh, and it's not that, I'm, you know, Tennessee probably is very confident. The players on the team are obviously very confident in themselves. And you could use the word arrogant. I don't really care. That's not... I don't care uh, as a fan. I mean, they're, they're fun to watch and uh, you can think whatever you want about them. Um, but every once in a while, you do need to kind of be knocked down a little bit. And I think it may have been good for them. Uh, they still won those games. So I don't think it could be bad, you know? So uh, I think, I think it was good for beam and Dolander too, to kind of get pushed around a little bit. You know, you're going to face the best bats in the country now. And if they can, mess around and beat Notre Dame, then you're going to, you're going to move on and, and see the absolute best of the best in, in the college world series. So kind of hope, uh, kind of hope that maybe beam and Dolander, it, the entire pitching staff other than Blake Tidwell is very young. Uh, some of the relievers have, have got quite a bit of uh, experience. Redmond Walsh and, and Kirby Connell, they've been around for a little bit. Um, but, uh, beam, and Burns and Dolander and all these guys are really young. So something like that's probably good for them. Get knocked around a little bit. And and I've always said as a coach, when you fail, you learn more about yourself and your team uh, than when you win. Now, when you win, it's cool. You show up, you beat somebody, you go home. But when you lose, you figure out what you're not doing so well. Um, and the Vols didn't even lose. They just, they just had a little bump in the road. And, and I think it, like I said, moving forward, it might help them. Um, but um, like I said, we got Notre Dame coming up. I actually saw, I actually read an article on Rocky Top Insider, I want to say. Shout out to those guys. It was a really nice article. It's, it was, um, it actually wasn't like a whole lot of written content, but it was like, hey, here's the numbers side by side. Um, and it showed, it showed, of course, the Vols numbers and, and Notre Dame's numbers. And uh, they, 
they can ball. Uh, it's it, thank goodness the super regionals in Knoxville. That's great. Uh, Tennessee's going to host Notre Dame. It's the best two out of three. So, uh, made it this far, been the best team in the country. Hopefully Tennessee can continue on the roll and, uh, wind up in Omaha, but, uh, that's going to be it for uh, Vols Baseball. Now, of course, y'all know that uh, the show is actually uh, presented by DMA. It's right there. All right. So um, we've got this read for you. And I'm like I said, I'm getting good at this. Casey's Take is brought to you by DMA Orthopedics and Dr. Anthony Tropiano. Dr. Anthony Tropiano provides patients with proper, effective treatment using the best technology available and in a manner that, that is compassionate and understanding of their needs. Dr. Tropiano is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon. Call 615-441-4522 today. That's 615-441-4522 today. sports fan want to have fun and get in on the action heck yes that'd be awesome have great attention to detail want to stay active definitely want to give back to the student athletes in your community obviously yes then you'd make an excellent high school sports official we need more officials in tennessee because with no high school officials there are no high school sports sign up today at highschoolofficials.com Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, we're going to talk Braves because um, I've been saying all year long that everybody just needs to calm down and they're going to be okay. Now, I, I know that they're still like 30 games back of the Mets because uh, Buck Showalter and the New York Metropolitans have apparently figured out the key to success. Um, I, I think I think <laughs> Showalter is one of my favorite uh, coaches uh, or managers, I guess, in, in the entire league. And he's got the Mets playing really good baseball, um, which it just feels awful to say. And they don't even have DeGrom. They're getting DeGrom back later in the year. Mets will, might win the division. But if the Braves can get things turned around, uh, should have a shot at getting into the playoffs. And as everybody knows, it, what matters is when you get in the playoffs, who the hot, hotter team is. And uh, Atlanta was – Hotter than everybody else last year, so that's how that works. Um, but uh, the Braves, six in a row. The last week has been much better. Um, Ronnie has decided that he's going to start hitting balls over the fence. Um, I, I know he only he only had like two homers, uh, you know, into into last week. Which of course he started the beginning of the season on the injured list because of the torn ACL last year, but. He only had two, and and I was thinking about it the other day. I thought, man, you know, he he's still hitting the ball like 110 mile an hour off the bat. He's just hitting everything, you know, straight. 
I was sitting there thinking, I was like, man, that dude's going to get hot. He's going to start tearing it up. And by God, if he didn't, I mean, I, I, I think, I think, was it yesterday or the day before he hit a absolute missile? I think it was like 113 off the bat or something. And I, I mean, I thought it actually killed a child when the ball flew into the, into the stands. Uh, it was flying. And um, I, I'm not sure. I mean, you, you've got your big guys, right? You got Giancarlo Stanton, you've got Aaron Judge. But as, as far as somebody who's built like him, maybe even like him and Byron Buxton, like those those kind of like smaller guys, and Byron Buxton's tall, but he's not he's not excessively wide. But Byron Buxton is one. I can't think of a lot of guys that are Acuna's size. And of course, like I said, Buxton's taller than him, but I can't think of people that are Acuna's size that hit the ball that hard off the bat. I mean, he's, I don't, his wrist must be insanely strong. I mean, he's just able to get the bat through the zone. He hits, he hits the ball on the fat part of the bat every single time. Um, I think I am completely 100% biased when I say this because I am an Atlanta Braves fan. And of course, as most of you know, I wear my hat every, every podcast, I wear the same hat. I can't get it straight. I don't care. It's going to be sideways. Y'all are just going to deal with a sideways hat. I don't really care. Um, but I, I, I've been a huge Braves fan. And and watching Ronnie, I, I honestly think he might be, like I said, I'm biased, but I think he might be the best player in, in the world, on the planet. I, I love Mike Trout. Uh, the Angels are absolutely ruining his career. And you can't say that on Twitter because Angels fans come out of nowhere and start throwing hissy fits, which, whatever, not my problem. But um, I'll take Ronald Acuna over anybody, anybody and everybody. Right now, Ronald Acuna. And he's more fun to watch than any other player, in my opinion, in the league. I mean, Trout just went on the injured list again yesterday, or he got taken away out of the game because of tightness in his groin. And – Excuse me. And he was like, oh, for 26 last week. And you've got some other guys. Don't get me wrong. There are some other really, really good baseball players. I just don't think anybody's as good as Ronnie. And I don't care. They might be. They might actually be. And maybe you can sit here and argue that statement with me. That's fine. I don't care. Uh, Ronald Acuna is the best player in the world, and he's on my team. And I don't care what none of y'all think. So um, it has been fun to watch them get things turned around, including Kyle Wright. I don't know if. I don't know if you guys watched yesterday's game or not, but uh, Kyle Wright, he gave up two early runs, which when you look at the score, you're like, oh, gosh, not today, please, you know. But after that, I mean, honestly, he's, he retired like 14 in a row by the by the time he came out in the eighth inning. He, he, went, he pitched eight strong innings, gave up two earned runs. He gave up two runs in the first three batters and then didn't give up anything after that. Uh, Kyle Wright was insanely good. Uh, and he's been, he's been a shot in the arm for this pitching staff because Max, Max is always – I mean, he's going to be kind of what he is, right? It's a low twos, high threes ERA. He's going to give you some innings. He's a dog, you know, game one type starter. Soroka still, you know, he he hasn't pitched in like uh, a year and a half of of real baseball action. Uh, who else? We got oh Ian Anderson, who is going to be a four ERA until you get in the playoffs, and then he's John Smoltz. But uh, Charlie Morton's been really bad. Uh, people are hitting like 
I want to say people are hitting like 270 on his curveball. They hit like 130 on that thing last year. So, you know, and he is 36, 35, 36 for Charlie Morton. So maybe, you know, Father Time's starting to catch up to him. So who knows? But, um, I, you know, it's it's been really fun to watch these Braves start to get everything tilted back. Michael Harris has been fun to watch. If if some of you haven't seen, I try to get my glasses straight. They sit sideways on my face. My nose is massive. My ears are off. I mean, everything's disproportionate. My glasses sit funny. It annoys me because I sit here and look at myself while I talk the whole time. But I, I had to do something about that. But uh, Michael Harris has been fun to watch since he got up. The kid made a great play last night in center field. As soon as he caught the ball, of course, the cameraman always knows when Andrew Jones shows up. So they pan over to Andrew Jones, and he goes, wow. you know. And he had, he had a little look on his face, and it looked really cool. I mean, I, th- I thought it was great because if you get uh, if you can get Andrew Jones to, to like your catch out in center field, you have done something. Um, so uh, Michael Harris has been fun to watch. William Contreras should be in the lineup every day. Um, Travis Darno has also been – he's been hitting well lately. Uh, Matt Olson is quietly putting together one of the best seasons uh, for a first baseman in the National League this year. I mean, Goldschmidt's kind of ahead of everybody at first base. Uh, and then, and then like, there's a second tier with Freddie Freeman, Matt Olson, a few others in it. Olson's been good. His, some of his numbers look a little skewed because the rest of our offense has been doo-doo. He gets to second base and can't go any further because nobody else is hitting the ball. But regardless, everything everybody's starting to wake up a little bit. Uh, Ronnie's hitting missiles four hundred and fifty foot in the left field stands. Uh, Braves baseball. So uh, hopefully, like I said, they start to get it figured out. Hopefully, the Mets fall apart because that happens every year. So uh, I'm kind of hoping it happens this year. Probably won't though because Buck Showalter is the real deal. Uh, that's going to be it for the Braves. Uh, we're going to move to the third take. We're going to talk a little Brittany Griner. All right. I'm not going to make this political. I refuse to do that. Uh, but... Really quickly, I think I think we need to we need to talk about a few things. Brittany Griner, if you don't know, uh, is uh, one of the best female basketball players uh, in the world, and she has been detained in Russia for almost like two months now, at least a month. Uh, she was detained at an airport while uh, what I remember the report saying was she had a, a vape pen that had recreational drug in it. Now. Uh, my issue is when this first happened, it took, it took like a week before I even knew it. Right. And none of the local media outlets were saying anything. And now you have players and I'm not, I'm not going to call out anybody by name, but you, but you have certain athletes uh, in America that are now saying we stand with, with BG. Well, that's great. Where you been the last month? I mean, she she's been stuck in, in a in a Russian jail for for a month now, and I've seen maybe like two two or three uh, uh, members of of Congress might have tweeted something out about it. Women's basketball players have been pleading with everybody, like, "Hey, can we get some help here?" Um, 
of course, there have been a lot of people that I just don't understand why it took so long for for like big big athletes to come out and say we stand with BG. That now they're now they're doing it. The Celtics wore, I think it was the Celtics wore a we stand with BG shirt before game two. This this young lady's been stuck on the other side of the planet for over a month in a jail cell. And now everybody wants to come to her side because it's like it's uh I guess it's the the right thing to do. It, people care more about presentation than actually getting anything done. Brittany Griner is an American citizen and she needs our help. And and I don't understand, I do not understand why there hasn't been a, a bigger uh push by uh, of course, I can't do anything. I'm a little-known sports reporter in the middle of Tennessee. Uh, but these athletes, people that do have a lot of sway, you know, why aren't why weren't they constantly bringing this up on Twitter? Why why did we have Congress people bring it up and then, or senators or whoever it was? I saw a few politicians bring it up and then just tweet about it. They're, they're not actually trying to help her. Uh, I, I know. I, I want to say there is one. One political member, uh, there was one political member that talked about, I think he tried to reach out or something. Uh, that's the most work anybody's done on this. Um, I And I was astounded when, when ESPN finally wrote up an article and dropped it, like, I don't know, two or three, maybe even like two or three weeks after it all happened. I, I was so shocked to see a lot of statements by people saying, oh, well, she shouldn't have broke the law and blah, blah, blah. I get that. Whatever. We, we've got laws that are arbitrary all over the country because what she had with her, uh, you can take into several different states in America. Um, now, obviously, I don't think you can take it on a plane to go anywhere. So, yes, she broke the rules. That's that's awful. That that is that's terrible. I know. Whatever. Um, but are we going to let a, a, a vape pen? Are, are we going to let that stand between uh, an American citizen and being able to come home? What is wrong with y'all? The, the, the folks that that. Yeah, oh, she deserves to stay stuck in a Russian jail cell while they're in the middle of a war with Ukraine. She deserves to stay there because of a vape pen. Sure. That's astounding to me. Ridiculous. Makes no sense. Um, so I, I, I think America kind of needs to get together on this, and, and we, we need some uh, senators, congressmen, congresswomen to, to get together and uh, go figure out how to get, this, get her girl back. Um, she's an American citizen. She deserves our help. And, uh, like I said, somebody needs to step up to the plate. Um, I mean, I, like I said, I would, but I, I don't, I can't get anything done. Uh, but these political people, I mean, all they're doing is sitting around making $150,000 a year. If like, that's what they get taxpayer money and God knows what they get in stocks. Like I said, I'm not going to make this political, but they need to get off their butts and do something because they can actually get something done. We need to get Brittany Griner home. So, uh, that's it for the third take. And we're going to take another little break real quick. Y'all stay with us. We're going to come back. We're going to talk some high school sports. All right. Services in sports medicine, foot and ankle. 
ankle reconstruction, spinal surgery, and more. We also have in-house imaging and physical therapy. Dixon Medical Associates, we specialize in what moves you. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Again, just wanted to remind you guys, Casey's Take is brought to you by DMA. We're excited to, to have them as a sponsor. And of course, it's brought to you by DMA Orthopedics and Dr. Anthony Tropiano. Dr. Anthony Tropiano provides patients with prompt, effective treatment using the best technology available and in a manner that is compassionate and understanding of their needs. Dr. Tropiano is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon. Call 615-441-4522 today. That's 615-441-4522. The number's right there. Call it. Let's see. What do we get? Oh, yeah, high school sports. It's fourth. Ta- it's always the fourth take. It's my show. You'd think I'd remember that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, of course, you know, high school's out right now. Uh, thank the good Lord above. I think I think the teachers needed a break. Uh, of course, the kids are happy to graduate, and um, a lot of them are off on their uh, senior trips and having fun and going to the beach and doing all that fun stuff. But as everybody knows, there's always stuff going on around town. Uh, and right now, currently, there's a lot of football, uh, a lot of football practice, I should say. You know, nobody's really lining up and running the ball yet. But um, Lord have mercy. My phone just will not stop going off. Uh, but um, I, I, I want to say I, we've got we've got a lot of camps in Dixon. There, there have been a lot of camps. Uh, and I went by – I was going to go by Dixon County High School football practice last night, but we had a torrential downpour for about 10 minutes, and then it rained a bunch for another hour. Uh, And then um, I was out at Sycamore. Was that Monday night? I think that was Monday night. I was out at Sycamore, and I wanted to go out there and get some photos of them, but it was raining out there too. So uh, they were actually just inside working out, which is, you know, good. That's important for them. I did get to talk to Coach Harrison out out in Pleasant View at Sycamore High School, and – he uh he he likes his group and he likes how uh, he likes the numbers they've had coming in and uh you could tell he was excited uh, Monday night he he liked what he saw out of his guys so of course football season right around the corner I know everybody's ready for it uh I wanted to say one other thing and cheat him real quick don't forget uh Ty Tomlin uh short fuse he is fighting this uh, boxing this weekend uh of course he's got his boxing match I want to say it's Saturday night um of course they've got sweezy's pub out there that they always they always have the uh, uh the like the tailgate fight night party uh if you want to go out there and check those guys out that's hey that they didn't pay me that's just a plug I, i've been there once i love that place and uh and they treat ty really well so uh, and i like ty I, I i like ty tomlin he's he's a cool dude so wish him the best um he told me it's gonna be a big win so hey he's he's kind of calling a shot there and that's all right uh kids 14 and 0 uh, I think he's looking to go 15 and 0. So we're going to see what happens. But uh, y'all keep your eyes up, keep your eyes peeled. If you got kids, there's there's some kind of camp out there going on for them. 
this week, I know right now we've got some Dixon High School. The, they're having the Lady Cougars camp. Uh, I'm going to be by there tomorrow. Uh, they're they're going to do their normal awards. And, of course, we have Marty Allison go out there and shoot some photos for us. So going to have some photos of that in the upcoming paper. I've got a bunch of content. i got to figure out how to do it all correctly and not overload the paper with, with the content that I've got. But we've got um, – uh, Marty's done a great job here in Dixon helping me get some photos. Uh, we've had some help from some other photographers send in some other stuff. We've got some great stuff, so y'all keep your eyes peeled. Check out the Dixon Post. Check out the Cheatham County Exchange, and thanks for coming to check out my show. And make sure you come back next week. Maybe I have more than like two hours of sleep. Might have a little bit more energy. Uh, but uh, y'all have a wonderful evening. Hey, the PlayStation shirt, Call of Duty, the World Wide Reveal comes out in about 30 minutes. Y'all have a good evening.